haven't checked any levels yet, but we're going to pretend like we know what we're doing um, and go straight into a podcast. Now, uh, as you guys may have just heard, Marnie is here. Say hello, Marnie. Hi, guys. Hi, Marnie. Uh, I'm a bit tired, but Marnie's picked up the mood already before I started speaking because she's been picking on all the plants I've got around the house. All of Josh's plants are like semi No, 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 not all. No, there's just the one that's next <laughs> to us. The one that I'm looking at currently is semi-dead. It's not um, semi-dead, it's just it's having a rest. And the other one has like mushrooms growing from it, which we don't know if it's good or bad. So if anyone has a green <laughs> thumb and yeah. can give Josh a bit of advice on his plants, my piece of advice was just get fake ones because that's what I've got. Yes, but I said... I said to Marnie, and, and you guys let me know if you agree with this. This has got nothing to do with North Melbourne. We'll get to that in a second. Um, maybe uh, Jack Marnie could uh, come and be the green thumbnail. He's got way, way more time on his hands now. That's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. But I said, I'm not going to – if I'm, I'm in the dating game and I'm trying to meet a lady, she's not going to give me respect if I've got fake plants in my apartment. That's not how it works. But I said that it's better to have fake ones that look luscious than – Real ones that are dead. Well, it's not dead. Sort of looks a bit sad. Well, okay, but it's just today. It's a bit warm. But, you know, if I'm trying to woo a lady and she walks into my apartment and there's fake plants, she's gonna she's out the door. You're talking to someone who only has fake plants in their apartment. Yeah, but we're so. not all you, Barney. All right? <laughs> You're a special breed. You're a special breed. Well. Well, this is good chat, but we should probably talk about Yeah, let's North talk Melbourne. about footy. Let's talk about... It's not what people came here for. So 24 Maybe. hours ago, because you, you just mentioned Jack Marnie, so it's 24 hours. Do you want to break the news if anyone hasn't heard? Yeah, so it's 24 hours since Jack Marnie, Aidan Bonner and podcast favourite Kane Turner <laughs> have been delisted. And how has the last 24 hours been for you? It was the, it was the right decision. Anyone who doesn't think so. And I mean, look... Kane Turner, it's a meme. Okay, you were on the everyone. train for re-signing uh, Kane Turner. I thought he was he your guy. A, he did have a good end, like month, good end to the season. Okay, was it he, good or was it just not the regular bad performance? No, I thought he was all right. I thought okay. he, rephrase, I thought he did enough to earn himself another year. Mm. Who knows, he may still be very rookied. <laughs> <laughs> well... This is what I was thinking, right? Because I feel like they said he's done last year then we re-rookied him. But they've said these players will not be offered a contract in 2024. So is that drawing a line through them or is there still a chance? You know what happened last year is he was training pre-season with Essendon and then North was like, nah, we're going to have you back. (laughs) Gave him another contract. What about we give them Kane Turner and we bring back Goldie? Yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to that. Yeah. I reckon we should pitch it to Brad Scott. He would love to listen to us. I never want to see Jack Marnie in a North Melbourne Guernsey again. If the other (laughs) two were re-rookied, I wouldn't really have such a strong opinion. But Mm. I understand. Um, I don't know if you listened to any of the recent podcasts. I had a new guest on the podcast, Dylan. Dylan. Yes. And Dylan is the number one Aiden Bonner fan on the planet. He's he's pro-Aiden, not core, Bonner. Now, I I haven't actually sent him a message just to check and see how his well-being is welfare over the check. last couple. Yeah, just a welfare Dylan, check. Dylan, if you're listening. Dylan, if you're I hope listening. you're doing okay. Can you just send me a message and let me know everything's okay? I know you've taken it pretty hard. I know it's a, it's been a rough time for him. Um, seeing your favourite player get delisted must be really tough. So, 
just a shout out to Dylan. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, hope you're okay. I'm sure all the listeners hope you're okay as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, please send signs of life on <laughs> on social media so we know you're okay, sir. As someone who's had their favourite player be delisted. Wow. Um, all I can say to you is I still wear my Jasper Pittard badge on my scarf. <laughs> <laughs> You are the, yeah. I'm the number one Jasper Pittard super fan. You you are. You There's are. probably not many more You and Dylan are very similar in that way. You just got the love goggles for specific players that maybe weren't our best ever. Jasper was very serviceable. I could see. That's why I tempered what I was about to say because I saw <laughs> the way you were staring at me. I was like, like Don't, what are you going to say? Go on. Say it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Uh, I don't want to risk my life. So I no. had to stop what I was saying. And I think I... I handled that pretty well. You did. Thank you. That's okay. Um, no, I am happy that like from a – look, all jokes aside, that none of them are going to help the team moving forward. So no. I think that it definitely was the right decision to cull them. Mm. Um, it also makes me feel like – and we were talking about this earlier today. It makes me feel like we'll probably go to the draft now with what we've got. It makes me feel like maybe we aren't going to try and trade up for pick one. Um, we've got, mm. what, five or six, seven list spots now available? I don't know, actually. I haven't gone through and had a look, but it'll be a, a lot. It kind of marries up with our dra- current draft hand. So yeah. I'm interested to see if that yes. is the case. Because you the trade period is over, but you can still trade picks. You can still trade picks. Um, How boring. <laughs> so boring. Unless it's <laughs> for number one, I guess. Then we'll be very excited. I still kind of I, – I keep flipping back and forth on this if I want them to – trade for pick one or not i really don't know so i'm trying to get my thoughts together like there's i can i can convince myself we should i can convince myself we shouldn't um i think now the 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 excitement around nick watson uh, not nick watson what's the other bloke's name daniel curtin daniel curtin seems to have died a little bit i'm maybe not as keen to keep our picks because he's kind of the only other guy that i'm like that fits north maybe a nick watson but Nick Watson definitely. He does. But I think because the curtain thing's seeming to die down, I think I'd go for pick one. Yeah. And, we, you know, we're not going to trade. We're still going to have at least three or four picks in the first round. So yeah. it's still going to be good. And go and sign a couple of scrubs who, you know, can just hang around in the VFL for a bit. Well, it's one of those things where it, it looks almost certain that we'll take at least one midfielder because the real top – Top yeah. talent looks like it's pretty midfield heavy, as it pretty much always is. But there um, are three things in life that are certain: death, taxes, and North Melbourne will draft midfielders <laughs> every that, year. That is all, and, and it just doesn't try matter. And fit them into the side where they can. We've only got one bloke who's over about five foot three on our entire team, <laughs> Nick Larky. Other than that, we just draft tiny humans. Yeah, it's a bit of a and it's it's Stop it, Brady. Yeah, it's, Brady, if you're listening to this, my friend, you've had a good time the last few weeks and we we love you right now. But please draft someone who's not <laughs> like legally a child's heart. No, I know. It's gotta be we have to start thinking on a needs basis rather than just yes, a, we can't just um, keep getting the best players and then stack them up in so many positions we play half of the midfielders off half back or in the forward line, they don't get any minutes. So you can't just always do that. I know Harley Reid is meant to be this like Petrarca-esque type of player. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Stop it. 
But so also just someone told, take, please. A step, take a step back as well. We've kind of got to remember what we've got in our own backyard as well. Um, I mean, Luke Davies Uniac is probably one of the best midfielders in the competition and hopefully he can get his body right, play consistently and then hit that next level that Ward I think Law we're as well, I'd put in that category. Hoping. Wardlaw, same deal though. He mm. probably needs a bit more experience but also needs to get his body right. I'm a bit concerned about his hamstrings and how they're going to hold up to be perfectly honest with you. <sighs> yeah. um, but And then obviously Taron Thomas is the other one. So we actually do have a few real elite talent in that mix in that midfield mix currently but we now just need to be able to put in the work for them to hit that next level as well obviously the development team you know is they're all brand new this year exactly yeah. and I, you know michael barlow is coming in and uh, about time <laughs> my god we haven't been able to develop a player it's true i think what was perez jack marnie and phoenix spicer all the same draft I can't remember. I should have looked this up before, but if not, they're within a couple of years of each other. Yeah. And what what an absolute waste of time those few couple of years were with draft picks. I know we might have scored a Zerha or a Larky or something along the way through there, but or Eddie Ford, but I don't know. It's it's pretty bleak when, when you look at it. When it comes to development, it always just seems to be they've got potential, they've got potential, they've got potential, and they just hit their roof. Oh wait, they're twenty six. So what happened? You know, what so I mean? much sooner than we really expect. I think yeah. that's been a real issue for a long period of time. It hasn't, you know, the last sort of five to ten years probably. Mm. We've had that same issue. I also think we need to um, address the medical, the medical team. We had. I was talking to. Um, a friend about this yesterday and we had that period of time when, you know, we brought Jared Waite to the club, injury prone. We brought um, Sean Higgins to the club, injury prone, got them mm. into the best shapes of their careers and they probably both had the best period of football. You say Robbie Tarrant there as well? He Robbie was Tarrant, one. also Magic Door. I mean, the fact that we were able to bring him and he's, you know, that's he's probably in a league of his own. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, some of these guys were able to kind of turn their bodies around and the careers they were able to have at least, you know, when it's they were It's definitely true with Sean Higgins as well with how good he was, like Brownlow-esque quality at yeah, times. Yeah, he made the All-Australian team back-to-back, um, back-to-back mm. Sid Barker medalist at North. So I feel like, you know, we have to kind of revisit that as well. So I think that and the development, once we kind of get that right, I think mm. that our own backyard, and I'm not saying don't, you know, if, if there's an opportunity to trade up for Reed and it's not going to rip us off, then go for it. McKercher also seems like he's going to be, you know, he's been a real hyped up player throughout this sort of draft yeah. period. Seems Him like and Dersmer have been the ones that I've really heard a lot about recently. And look, I've said this every single podcast, I mean, I've got some draft episodes coming up, so I don't want to dive into the draft too much, but um, Dersma and McKercher seem to be the ones that keep popping up. Yeah. And then Curtin and Watson seem to be like, on some people's radar, they're like pick two or three. And yeah. other people's, they're like between six and ten. Mm. So I guess it's exciting because we don't really know what's going to happen with it. I think that's the beauty of it, but once again, just draft someone who's tall. But yeah. they're going to be skinny anyway. It doesn't really matter. What do you think about um, drafting pink? Well, okay, this is what I was going to ask you for because oh, okay. I've already put I've put my thoughts out on the podcast okay. about these guys. Yes. So what I was planning for this is very unscripted and raw, this podcast, yes, which is fantastic. Off the cuff. We're just, uh, you know, what's a word? Just shooting the shit, basically. Having a yarn. Having a yarn. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm basically just going to ask you everything that has happened since you've been gallivanting around the world. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. If anyone's seen the highlights of Marnie's time, she was just killing it over there. Basically met the Queen, I think. Probably not. Um, signed a peace queen. deal between <laughs> some fighting countries. Just all of the really important stuff over there. Um, okay. Let's go through what's happened. Okay. Let's go through. Firstly, let's finish all the delisting talk now. I haven't really got my thoughts out on the delistings, I guess. So let's just Jack Marnie. What was the other name? Kane Turner. <laughs> Kane Turner. <laughs> Kane Turner. <laughs> and Aiden Bonner. Bonner. Aiden Bonner. What part of you wishes that was Aiden Core? <laughs> no. None. Marnie, I don't. I'm setting him up. No, yeah. we don't want Aiden Core chat on the podcast right okay, now. I, just- I need time to get over it. <laughs> Okay, and move on. Needs to I want to give Aiden Core another chance, but I'm. What was that? No, but I'm very. I'm not Guys, high on Aiden Core. I'm he's giving Aiden Core another chance. But. No buts. Doesn't mean my current opinion changes. I tried. He's got a key. It's up to Aiden Core to to turn my opinion around, <laughs> because fun two months of football. I'm not, I can't forget the two previous years. Sorry, I'll pick up the slack during the off season. Yeah, it does fine. seem that way. Well, no one's going to overlap <laughs> handball to him now because Kane Turner's gone. Don't. Okay, Kane Turner, I could see a um, a world where we do bring him back for a year or like re-rooking him. But realistically, let's just get some play, other players in the yeah, club, Yeah, try please. someone else. Um, same, I mean, Bonner, like, no. that's not, we don't need to talk about that. I mean... You know, I guess talented at one point, and I think he's um, more of an athlete than a footballer. Yeah, yeah, it does Is seem that, mean that way. To say? No, no, I don't think so. He never really found a, a, a spot, I think, because no. apparently the Giants he started as a forward. He's played in the midfield in juniors, and then he went back and just didn't really hit it off in any spot. So, I mean, we tried something with him. Uh, I was actually kind of excited when he came to the club. I was like, oh yeah, GWS, let's see if we can get him in here. I think yeah. he's played some games and stuff. Uh, and he wasn't very good. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. And Jack Marnie. Nah. We don't really. No. Just. just no. Sh- some say his shoulder's still on the other side of the Bass Strait. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, North Melbourne close to a flag favourite, Jack Marnie. He is. By the way. So look, hopefully maybe he could come on as a fourth admin or something over there. Um, Life after footy. Well, it's what a so career grim. path. I know, it's what not so grim. And look, if you guys have met uh, those three admins uh, in real life, you know how they roll and it's high. It's high, the high life. We're talking dollars and cents, all right? They're rolling over the Gucci, Versace, Ferrari. Real plants that aren't dead. All right, Marnie, too soon. <laughs> I don't think there's any, you like that joke, don't you? Look how much you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a rogue episode, but I think that's all I can muster right now. I don't Josh think is tired. I'm tired. I don't think there's any uh, real debates at all with the delistings. No. Can you think of any reasons? No. 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 Not, not really. Take out the trash. I think, yeah. Sorry, think, Kanye. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Kanye should invest in our football club. No, that sounds bad. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> so the other things that happened. Yes. Okay. We've had a trade period. We have. Which I, I don't know if the there's some time. sort of strategy that you left the country for the trade period. Was it... You didn't, you didn't want to stress. Genius. Yeah, yeah. You didn't want to distract North or anything like that. I remember one morning 
I was in London and woke up and it was the day that Stevens and Fisher had both been traded to Norway. Wowee. And I was like, What wow, a Wednesday that was. A lot happens when you, you know. Yeah. When you're you, on the other side of the world. You leave us alone for a couple of seconds, Marnie, and the whole thing changes. I know. You know. Crazy. It is. So we'll just go best uh, or biggest sort of signings to least biggest. Yeah. Zach Fisher. So excited. Give me your initial – give me what – what does your heart tell you about Zach So Fisher? excited. And I think what makes me excited about it is in the lead-up to the trade period when the whispers were getting louder that he was definitely coming to North. Quite a few of my Carlton friends were messaging me saying, oh, like I'm so devastated we're losing Zach Fisher. You better mm. take care of him. He's a good guy. He's a great player, blah, blah, blah. So sad to be losing Likes him. Likes a bucket hat too from what I've seen on social media. Yes, loves a bucket hat. Yes. Um, so I feel like if – an opposition, you know, if the opposition club is sad to lose him, then Absolutely. I think, well, fans anyway, I think then that's a good sign for us. Um, you know, when, I don't know, Josh Gibson went to Hawthorne, I feel like people wow. were sad. Old I don't trauma. Know, well, I'm just trying to think like way back. Like I think we were sad to lose him because we yeah. knew what a quality player he was going to be. So I think um, that makes me really excited. Like David Hale as well. That was yeah. His career just skyrocketed after he left North. I know he was. He nearly won a. He won our leading goal kicker a few years there though. Did he? Yeah, absolutely. He played full forward, two thousand seven, eight, nine. That era. He in the, in the Guernsey Woods. with the V and the logo on the front, the really bad one. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to our <laughs> <laughs> our Guernsey ranking, our podcast. Guernsey ranking, check that one out. Um, so I'm excited. I think yeah. the he spoke about. Clarko and him chatting about going swinging both forward and back. Well, there you go. What position would you like to see him? What position do you think he'll play? What position would you like him to play? I'd l- depends what, who we pick up in the draft. Let's let's imagine this is the squad for now, okay. just for conversation so for purposes. Now, I mean, I I just I can really see him and Harry interchanging. I I completely agree. I yeah. reckon they start. With Fisher off half back and Sheasel goes forward, mm-hmm. and then if it doesn't work, we revert back and I and think so. I go think back to Sheasel. In an ideal world, Sheasel's the one that goes forward. Yeah. Um. I think that he and I'm not. This is no disrespect to Zach Fisher, but I think um I think Sheas has the X factor. And I think he's got yeah. The he's got a high potential. Factor. He's yeah. Seven years younger than him. I mean, Zach Fisher. I think Zach Fisher will raise our floor a lot. But yeah. I don't know if he's going to raise the ceiling a lot. But he's going to make our team. It's a good analogy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, he's going to make us a better team. But he's not going to be the guy to win us a premiership. I think it starts. But, you know that's that's the so exact that's the best player we could have possibly got from where our team's at, mm-hmm. and we could have traded for. Even someone like Darcy Tucker, I think, could probably be a bit nervous now because I think it's I an upgrade agree. from Tucker. I feel like Tucker, while I enjoyed his season. Um, this year, I feel like he's someone who was a good short-term replacement. Mm. He didn't do enough for me to be like, yeah, that's no. a lock in the 22 week in, week out. So I think Fisher will probably come in for him at the start uh, and see where we go from there. Mm, okay. Um, I really like the signing of Zach Fisher. I'm just kind of excited for it. It is it is fun when the opposition fans are sort of upset to lose them. Yeah, I think that's and that a makes good you sign. feel better. Yeah, I think it. so too. Yeah. Um, best mates with Griffin Logue. As well. Can I just say Griffin Logue is such an underrated member of this team? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I loved Griffin Logue. Listen to my early podcast and I, I was raving about how Griffin Logue is going to change no, us. No, but off-field even. Off-field. Yeah. Him and um, Cam Zerha, like the little friendship they've got and now Zach Fisher. I feel like, yeah, Griffin oh, Logue is not appreciated Cam's enough. Cam's cookouts is going to be good. Bulls cooking. Bulls cooking with oh, Griff yeah. and Zach Fisher. I, 
my I ultimate could get goal, around that. my ultimate goal for this podcast is to do a live podcast from Zerha's backyard while he's cooking us up an absolute storm. If you're listening, Cam, let us know. If you're listening, let us know because we need that ASAP. Dylan Stevens. Yeah, I'm interested to see how how he goes. Mm. My concern, and again, this is not. This is just the reality of where Sydney's at and no, where North's at. This raw, so this open, guy, honest platform. Well, he was taken, what, pick five, I, I think? I think it was five, yeah. And the fact that he couldn't make it, I, I don't know if it's he couldn't break into the side at Sydney, that's very possible, but if you can't make it in that Sydney side where you're surrounded by talent, it kind of yeah. concerns me a little bit. However, maybe, again, it's a situation of not playing him to his strengths. Maybe he couldn't break into the side. Um, so I'm, it, That's I'm, the other thing, though, is if there's very good players there, it's harder to break into 100%, that side. And so, you, know. you know, and Errol Gordon did come along and just – he's an amazing, amazing player. Yeah. So it's like, you know, by all reports, he had a really good season in 2022. Um, and Gordon sort of came along this year and, and said, Soz, mate, that's my yeah. spot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's fine. If if he was playing a pretty pivotal role in their finals run, mm-hmm. uh, I would say that he's up to standard at North Melbourne. Oh, absolutely. Once again, for where we are. Like, we can't forget where we are at the moment. And these are the best sort of players we could have possibly gone and got. A guy with high potential. He's 22 years old. He fits the age demographic and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So He strikes yeah. me as someone who's excited by opportunity, I think, as well. Um, and mm. I think that's probably why he did come to North too. There is an opportunity for him to play, you know, that true wing role. Yeah, and we really don't have anyone who can actually play that left wing a role. It's, no. all, it's always just makeshift. Exactly. It's whoever's closest to the wing at the time, <laughs> which was usually Kane Turner. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I miss him already. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm excited for Stevens, though. Um, and, yeah, like I said, I think he strikes me as somebody who, given the opportunity, will really make the most of it. And I, I think, think so. that, you know, he's probably really looking for that fresh start and maybe that will do him um, mm. That will do him the world of good. Someone who I am one of my Sydney supporting friends also like I had with Fisher, reached out and said, you know, he's a great player and, you know, mm. he'll he'll play really – he'll do really well. So I'm really – again, it, you can't not be excited. That's sort of the highest form of praise that you can get, Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm excited for him. I did a poll actually who's more – who more excited for. Fisher won, but it wasn't super convincing. It okay. was like, you know, 45 to 55 or something like that. Okay, so people are excited for – because – Obviously, the, North, the Further North podcast is the official um, site to look for for stats. Of course. Or what the public and the whole supporter group is thinking. Of course. Um, and if you don't, what are you doing? Yeah. But, yeah, I'm excited for Stevens. I kind of – my gut's telling me I'm more excited for Stevens than I am for Fisher. Okay, so I feel I like the hype why. around Fisher has been enormous. Mm. So maybe that's – yeah, I don't know, potentially. And, uh, Dylan Stevens liked my comment that I left on his post that he's coming to North and I said, look you're out. already a podcast favourite and he look. liked it. So he's my guy. I'm Sorry, claiming Callum him. Coleman Jones. Well, we're going to have multiple guys. We're, we're <laughs> a pack of boys. All right. We, we can all sit together. Little wolf pack. Yes. Further, Me, Coleman Jones, Dylan Stevens. Oh, that's sick. Yes. Are they the know. only people I've claimed as my guy? They're the two. And George. Well, George Wardlaw I did very early on. I was on the Wardlaw train from literally the first time he touched a football in a North Melbourne game. <laughs> I was like, I love him and I, I he's Marry mine forever me. now. <laughs> I love George. I do love George though. Um, Bigoa Newen. Biggie. Biggie. So this is a funny one. If we had taken him 
in the free agency yes, period. I heard this. So if we had taken him in the free agency period, we would have ruined our compensation for uh, Mackay. Yeah, I, uh, Dylan did explain this a little bit, but do you know exactly why? No idea. I've I never just heard know that the, that I, was a thing. Yeah. I'll have to do a bit more research on that and figure that one out because that doesn't make any sense. So I'm glad we kind of put a stop to that before we ruined our own party. Oh, yeah, that would be wild. That's something Essendon would do is not know the rules properly. No, exactly. (laughs) So I'm glad we held off. Um, Again, drafting on potential. I think he's probably not going to come into the side straight away. He might need a bit of time um, Mm. to develop. But again, I feel like for me, and I don't – no disrespect to Marby or Chole – Mm. Or Biggie. I would rather Biggie's a low risk yeah. move. I think I think you've got a low floor but a high ceiling with someone like that. Like yeah. the potential's there. Yeah. But there's also he's very raw. So, so you rather never know than give get. away, you know, a second round or a couple second round picks for Marbior, Chol, rather, you know, go for another option, you know, bring Biggie in and then see if he can make the most of his opportunity. Yeah, I think it's a better yeah, I mean, I would have liked Chol to be honest. I, yeah. I said that on a few podcasts ago. Look, I wasn't. I'm, I'm not saying I would have loved him because he's gonna be a great forward, but just someone to partner Larky who offers a contested mark or something closer to goal. I Hugh think. Hugh Greenwood. Well, Hugh Greenwood can do everything. He might have to play fullback to be honest. So, you know, does Hugh Greenwood? Oh, how many games has Hugh Greenwood played for North? We need to make sure we can father son that. Um, anyway, I'm sure you would love that. Too. I would love that. Um, I'm I'm excited for for Biggie. Uh, Biggie is on the cusp of my guy already, and okay. I'll tell you I'll tell you why. Hit me. I listened to an interview that he did on the radio, and he speaks so well. I always love that. He he's just like just hearing him speak. I want to go and I want to go to a barbecue. I want to go to to Bulls cooking with him. <laughs> Biggie's coming too. Biggie, <laughs> you're coming with me and CCJ. And George. Uh, and Dylan to, Stevens. Yes, and Dylan Stevens. Two bulls cooking and we're all going to hang out together. I love this for you. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. I'm excited because me and Biggie are going to be friends. <laughs> I don't know. He just spoke so like confidently and like yeah. clearly. And yeah. I think he really knows that this is a opportunity he needs to take. Mm-hmm. Um, his athleticism is unreal. And low key, I think – Maybe we got him as a ruckman. Ooh, you know what I mean. Yeah, I get that. Because he's—I think he was listed as a ruckman on the the AFL site, and he's definitely played in the ruck. Mm-hmm. And he's slightly undersized for a ruckman, but what got he got a leap. Oh, it doesn't. It, yeah, it doesn't really matter. The dude could be 180 centimeters. He'd jump yeah. higher than other ruckmen could. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have a weird feeling he might play in the ruck. Clark goes up to something. Clarko's cooking something. <laughs> Clarko's cooking. Bull's cooking. Brady's Clarko. cooking. Oh my god! It's, it's all a, happening. God, it's it's a big cookie, a cookout. It's like a what are they like the Minnesota fair, the state fair, where there's heaps of food trucks. Yeah, and everyone's come along and they're taking their or pick like, of welcome dishes. Welcome to Thornbury. I haven't been there. So I've been there. I went to a '90s themed <laughs> New Year's Eve party. Um, the first year that uh, we were allowed to go out after COVID. That's so random. Yeah, and all my friends got COVID except me. Was it good? Not for them. Mm. It was actually, it was fun. Everyone okay. was just a shack though. I'm glad you had fun. It was a good time. Sorry to all your friends who had COVID. Yeah. That's, and missed that party. They're over it now. It's cool. Okay. That's good. Um, I'm yeah. I Look, I, I'm, I'm high on Biggie. I, I don't know. I okay. just, 
I like a dark horse. I like a guy who's like raw and got potential. I'm like, I don't know. What if we gave him an opportunity around one and he was really good? But this is my heart talking. No, this is – no, but look, I think the one thing I like about all three players um, is that they really – this is an opportunity for them to break into the side and they've got to start After working. After they've had opportunities and maybe haven't and taken haven't it. haven't taken them. This is exactly. the make or break sort exactly. of thing. Exactly. So I think that that's got to push them mm. to work harder and to want it more. I agree. Um, so I really hope that that does come into fruition because sometimes you see guys that come across who mm. – and I look – Fisher in particular because Fisher was in and out of the side this year and highly regarded. Stevens is probably in the same in the yeah. same category there. But, you know, really almost like make them sorry that they ever let you go in the first 100%. place. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that is the one thing I am really excited about all three of them is they all really seem like Coming into a, a young to side prove. as well. Like yeah. Biggie being at Richmond, look, I don't know this, but just as a theory, like mm. – how how is the how old is he? Like early twenty, like twenty two, maybe. Him hanging out with Jack Rewald all day. They don't know. They, he Biggie's talking TikTok. Jack Rewald's talking about the financial report in the paper. They don't <laughs> they don't get along. You know what I mean? They're completely That's a different. Real, really, really big assumption. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jack Rewald's a don. Uh, well, <laughs> he's going to head up the head up the Tassie team. So, um, might be senior coach. Who knows? Um, but yeah. Anyway, I like Biggie. Um. He's on the he's on the fence to be my guy. One good game out of him, and I'll claim him. Um, a few bad games, I still believe. So I'm leaning towards Biggie. Aiden Core's not happy right now. Well, he shouldn't be because Biggie's going to take his spot. <laughs> you wait till Biggie launches a torp from the wing off a of Kane Turner. Well, not anymore, actually. Who's no. going to be Biggie's Kane Turner? Oh God. Hopefully, no one. Well, yeah, just show hopefully, hopefully like the better cheese. Pope is George Water. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he's on the field. That would be nice. Um, okay, we love you, Biggie. Um, Come on the podcast one day, please. Um, who's the other guy? Toby Pink. I'm. This is why I'm really excited for. Okay, him. Spill. Give I me think, your heart, Marnie. Tell me what you're feeling. I think honestly, I think he could be ready to go round one. It, that's so interesting because I th- I think Dylan said the same thing, and my my gut tells me that Biggie will play over Pink, but I don't I don't have much to base that on. I think realistically, is it? But Pink's a defender. They're both defenders. They're both defenders. But Biggie's playing in the ruck. Well, I, I think I think Biggie might play in the ruck, okay. but he's been a, a defender a lot. At Richmond, he played in key defence, but he's played. Maybe they both play. Maybe, especially in the first half of the year, because Griff will be sidelined. That is true. Mind you, Aiden Court only likes one other tall defender, not two. Well, we're not we're side. not building our defence. This is Aiden, Aiden Court's no, team. No, no, it's not Aiden Court's team, Marty. It's Aiden Court's world, and we're just living in it. No, we're not living <laughs> in that world. I wait am. till he breaks your heart, Marnie. He's never going to break no, my heart. No, wait until he breaks your heart next year and I say, I told you so. It's never I'm not happen. coming with sympathy from you, Marnie. <laughs> I'm coming with hurt. It's and never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you look so convinced right now with your little shrug you just did. Like you were so scared saying that. <laughs> if you guys could see Marnie's face. I believe face. in you, Aiden. No, Aiden Bonner. I believe <laughs> in Aiden Core. In the revival of Aiden Core. Okay, no, Toby Pink. Let's Toby Pink. Back. Sorry, it always Sorry, goes back guys, to Aiden Core. Um, so I think that he will come in straight away. He's 25. He's, you got know. Got the body. He's got the body. He has been exposed to AFL standard. He did. He was on Sydney's list. He also was on our VFL list pre-COVID. 
Yes, I think COVID um, sort of shut yeah, that down. Well, after he, the list shrunk, um, he unfortunately mm. um, didn't make – didn't survive that cull. Um, but I think that he is someone who can just come into the side straight away and that's what we need. Mm. Yeah, he seems like – a wish version of Ben Mackay. And not that's not a diss on Toby Pink. I hope Toby Pink's fantastic. No, but, same. You know, he seems his game is sort of the same because, but at a lower level. Well, ultimately no one would have wanted Mackay to leave. No, I'd, I would have rathered him stay. Yeah, I, of and, I, and I'll always say that. Yeah. Um, but Toby Pink, same sort of body, same sort of size, a big guy, mm-hmm. contested mark, mm-hmm. uh, intercept mark. You know, does it scream like – Josh Walker to me a little bit, a, a little bit. Yeah, but I I would genuinely I think take Josh, Josh Walker. I thought Josh Walker was serviceable. I thought he was fine, but yeah. he also he did as many bad things as he did good things. I yeah I know. But I, like I, I have him, so much sympathy for every yeah. defender on our team, Marnie. Yeah, me too. Like. I would love to know a stat how many inside 50s we conceded last year a lot. and the year before. Because at times, like, we, we I don't conceded think there's double. a computer on this planet that can calculate those numbers. Oh, God. There's not enough zeros on the planet. It'd break. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It'd be like Y2K <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, God, the computers aren't going to handle <gasps> the two at the start of the number. Um, I hope Toby Pink's great. Me too. Um, I, think, I, th- I actually really think there's potential there. Yeah. I, I, look, I like that it's an older body and I like that he's physically ready. Um we always say, like, you know, you don't need to just focus on the draft. There are so many great players yeah. that have come from... Well, could he be our Tom Stewart? Yeah, or, you know, even someone like Liam Ryan. I mean, he mm. came from the Waffle. Tim Kelly came from the Waffle. Even James Podsiadley. Pods. You know, oh, he, was a, he was a real Jay mature Pod. recruit. Scott Thompson, Ben Brown, all of these guys came from the VFL. You know, they yeah. didn't, you know, so there is, I really think there's potential there. There's potential there. there. And I think, look, if Clarkson wasn't the guy making these calls, I'd be terrified. Yeah, I think but we all would is. be, to be fair. So, yeah, absolutely. Imagine <laughs> if Clarkson wasn't our coach, I mean, Marty. We is, would be losing our also, mind. Also, this is the first time, like the first year Clarko's had full control. Because he didn't come in until November last year. A lot of that people do forget that. So this is really, yeah. someone put it to me really well yesterday and he probably be listening to this. He said that last year Clarko was caught coaching North's team. Next year Clarko's coaching Clarko's team. Wowee. That's a really Drop the mic and leave right now, That's um, Yeah, he said that and I think that was just spot on. Unreal. Yeah, okay. I might steal that one. No, that's patent pending. Don't worry, I won't do that. (laughs) Um, Exciting. Can't wait. Did we get – Anything else done? I mean, we, we, we just traded for picks and things like that. But there's, mm-hmm. I guess there's not really much much more. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to, like, read this one out or not. But um, I guess we'll do it very, very quickly. Yes. Um, there was, I think, the Herald Sun or some some paper posted what they predict our starting uh, 22 okay, would be next year. Okay, let's hear it. I'll, I'll go from back line to forward line. Okay. And this obviously I haven't picked draft picks yet, but they have put, like, pick two, pick three okay. in this where they think they'll play. Okay. Um, Backline. Mm-hmm. Aiden Cole. Aiden Cole. <laughs> Don't talk sorry. like that, Marnie. No, stop. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry, you, sorry. You'll make you jealous. Is you, he in there? We'll get there. Oh, my God. If he's not in there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Backline. Aiden Cole, Toby Pink, Luke McDonald. Okay. Half backline. Zach Fisher, Biggie Nguyen, Harry Sheasel. Yeah. Give me your thoughts. I would like to see at least one of Bergman or Goda in mm. there. 
But in round one, I don't think you can leave the captain out. And call the captain. Luke McDonald. I know, I'm joking. The captain. He's my captain. <laughs> Centre. Bailey Scott, George Wardlaw, Dylan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Fairly standard stuff there. Yep. Half forward, Taron Thomas, Charlie Combin, Eddie Ford. Mm-hmm. Full forward, Braden George, Nick Larkey, Cam Zerha. Followers, Tristan Jerry, <sighs> <laughs> Luke Davies Uniac, Jai Simpkin. Interchange bench, Paul Curtis, Will Phillips. Hang on, they've put Luke McDonald on this bench. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing? Who wrote this? Luke McDonald's there with Callum Coleman-Jones and pick two, I'm assuming, is the sub. Okay, so swap out. Let's just pretend that they are meant to put Hugh Greenwood well, there. Well, there's instead. a typo. I didn't even know that when I read it the first time. <laughs> On paper, that's not a bad lineup. So they've put depth here. Mm-hmm. The players I haven't put there, Bergman, mm-hmm. Greenwood, Mm. Not in the 23, Marnie. How do you feel about that? It's an error. It is an error. Clearly. Well, maybe he's going to yeah. be the second Luke McDonald. Mm. Uh, maybe we've got be. two Luke McDonalds now. We cloned him in the offseason. Wow. That's what Would Clark you rather one Kane Turner and one Luke McDonald or no, two I'll Luke McDonalds? <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> would, you, would you rather fight one giant Kane Turner or a thousand tiny Kane Turners? Hmm. Yep, Exactly. You can think about that one. I will. Um, <laughs> Goda is here. Liam Shields is here. Charlie Lazara, and they put pick three. Where's Stevenson? Uh, not, not here at all. Maybe he's meant to be on the bench. Maybe, yeah. Stevo should definitely be in there. He that's had a good the year. Only, that's the only one I can think of, and I would definitely have him in the twenty. We're going to give up a lot of points next year. That's all I know for okay. a fact. We're mm-hmm. we're going to get scored on for fun. But we're going to play some attacking footy, I reckon. Interesting points from that team. Combin's at half forward. Yeah. With the chatties might go back. Yeah. Um, do you think Charlie Combin might still go back with all the signings we've made? Yeah, I think he will still. Mm, I would I would like that. The but do you with, think – sorry, you go. No, also the thing with Charlie is that he – you know, you watch him this year and while he didn't get on the scoreboard, he's got a great set of hands but also his – his um, defensive pressure and his tackling mm. was excellent. Could be a hand model. His hands are that good. Um, life after <laughs> footy, Charlie. Wowee. Well, Charlie, you're welcome. We've just planned out the rest of your life. <laughs> Charlie Combin is one of my guys too because he, he was nice. and I'm Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Yeah. Um, I got to meet him at one of the games. We talked about Need for Speed Most Wanted. What a guy. Yeah, great guy. I Yeah. I'd invite him Man over. We people. could play the 360. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, we'll do it at Bulls Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Myself, Charlie, Biggie, you it's know, Dylan be like Stevens. It's like an all-day event. You should Callum. start selling tickets. That is wild. That, that is would very be true. wild, yeah. Anyway, I mean, that I'll show you the team here. Any other pointers you want to sort of yell out? I can't believe that one. <laughs> Luke McDonald in there They've twice. They've put Luke McDonald here in here twice, so clearly you can't trust no, the, th- the media. Yeah, guys. I think Stevenson is the one for me that's the glaring yeah, I, I I would actually assume Stevenson was meant to be on that there because I think yeah, no, maybe not on even. The bench. I know everyone hates Jaden Stevenson, even though no one has watched him and seen how decent no, he was last star. year. Um, but yeah, I would say that maybe it was meant to be Jaden Stevenson. A Jay looks like an L, but kind of backwards, I guess. So there's the logic. There's nothing there. there that I really strongly disagree with. I think the only the only thing is I think ah oh, the only other one is Jackson Archer. Yeah, I would be putting Jackson. Well, this is the last thing I was going to ask is a core pink and new and um, to, like 
I don't know. It's I, not that strong, but I guess we haven't seen nothing is strong there. That's in the back line. That's we for haven't sure. seen really anything from Pink or Biggie. Well, to look make how much better decision. we play with two keys instead of three key defenders. Yeah. And look, I don't really class Aiden Core as a key defender. Like, but he plays tall. Oh, I think he's tall, but plays small. Personally, I think he's better sort of running and distributing off half back than he is matching up on yeah. a key forward. Um, Except that one time on Buddy Frank. No, okay. Well, but that I'll was years ago, Barney. That game was basically in black and white. That's how long ago <laughs> it was. 240p at least. Uh, um, anyway, there was just a little fun experiment just yeah, to read I that like out. Um, other than that, are you, are you excited? Give us a rating. Um, give the off season a rating out of 10. I think. Probably a B. If we had made, if we out of out of ten, oh, out of ten, out of ten, like a seven out of ten. I think we, I think we Do kind you think of it's seven. Yeah, we didn't. There was no one. It's not like there was anyone in our sights desperately that we missed out on. But we also like Zach Fisher is a good signing, but there's no big names in there that we signed. Do you know what I mean? It's I know not what like you we've mean. Gone, it's not like we've gone up against two or three clubs. Like, okay, there was rumours that Chol might come to North and he ended up going to Hawthorne, but it's not like we were fighting another club for him and he that is went true. somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? I, I agree. I think I think I would maybe give it a little bit higher. And the, the reason I would say that is because in, in North Melbourne land, I think us signing Zach, uh, Zach Stevens, Zach Fisher oh and Dylan Stevens is equivalent to uh, to like a bigger team signing a better player. Um, the other thing is look at the draft picks we've ended up with. Yeah. And I think that is a big reason why I'd maybe give it like an 8, 8.5. The only reason why I wouldn't go higher is because there were better players in the positions that we drafted that we maybe could have – tried to bring in. So like, for example, I think that we really need a Ruckman. We all That's do. That's a great point, actually. And There's a little there bit of talk few, about Scott Lysett. There were a few Rucks that went elsewhere, not to North. Jordan True. Sweet was the one who was all really of them spoken went to Port about. Adelaide, apparently. Yeah, so I think that that's the only reason why I wouldn't give us a higher – that's true. A higher pick. Yeah, we didn't address the um, ruck problem. And, and there were, you know, like there were a couple of defenders that end up going elsewhere. So Yeah, that's and, true. You know what I mean? I'll, go, I'll say eight. Um, if we got a ruckman and we got a, like if we say we got uh, a first choice ruckman and an experienced defender, that'd be 10 out of 10 for what I think we could achieve as a club. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll give it an eight. Or I like if we what were we did with the picks. to retain Goldstein, probably would have gone up to an eight. But for yeah. me, I think seven. Okay. But that's not, it's not bad. No, not, no, no. It's not bad. I'm not disappointed. I just think there was probably room for a bit of improvement. Harsh critic, money. Wow. I think that about does it. Harsh critic like I am with your plant. And, and he, well, actually, no, you're an easy critic on Aiden Cork. She clearly can't see the major faults in his game. But that's fine. He's going to prove you wrong next year. I'm so excited. We need to make a bet on this, I think. Okay. We need to find something. If anyone's listening to this and wants to join this bet, Message me and give me suggestions of what we could – not what we could win or anything, but like what's the suggestion? Aiden Core averages a certain amount of disposals or a certain amount of spoils, marks a game. Give us some parameters for a bet that myself and Marnie could have this year. Um, the Oscar Allen Nick Larky bet will be returning next yes. year with Big Ant as well, of course, so Big Ant can lose again. Um, but we'll <laughs> sorry, get, Big Ant. Sorry, Big Ant, but we'll get him back on the podcast soon. Um, this has gone on long enough, Marnie. Thanks, guys. I, well, it's good to have you back in the country. Thank you. Don't ever leave me again. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> wow, you really <laughs> twist my arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. That was very difficult to convince her of. <laughs> wow, wait. 
All right, guys. Marnie's clearly uh, a <laughs> suck of a peer pressure. So <laughs> it's nice to be missed. What can I say? Yeah, that is true. Don't flatter <laughs> yourself, Marnie. All right. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. It's good to get your thoughts. Thanks this was all about me. your thoughts on North and their off-season, mate. I didn't want to give many of mine. Everyone's heard my boring thoughts. If you haven't, go back and listen. You should, seriously. You should. I need all the listens and views I can get. Um, let's just go home, I reckon. I'm going out. Oh, and Josh is going to bed. I actually am. I'm probably <laughs> going to edit this and go to bed. <laughs> Marnie's going to paint the town. I'm going to sleep. Uh, that really does... Uh, sum up our lives and the difference in lifestyles we live. It's all right. Thanks for the invite. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly wanted to be invited. (laughs) Clearly you didn't want me to be there, so that's fine. Message received, Marnie. Um, All right, this is just turning to filth. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.